Did you know that kinky wellness is integral to your self-development? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness, the ultimate destination to explore the integral connection between kinky wellness and your personal development. I'm your host and kinky wellness coach, Dana Shergill, and I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. Don't forget to join me each Monday as I bring on a special guest to dive into specific aspects of kinky wellness. So let's strip away the shame and taboo together and have an open conversation about it. Hey, and welcome back. On Monday, D20 Dom was here to talk about pet and age play. And today, I want to continue that by talking to you about another play type that gets a lot of heat, which is CNC. But before I even explain what CNC is, this episode comes with a trigger warning as CNC is a highly sensitive play type. So please take this as a moment to acknowledge that this episode may be very triggering to some listeners. But let's break down what CNC is. CNC stands for consensual non-consensual play. It includes play types and power exchange dynamics that have participants consensually agreeing to create a scene that stimulates non-consensual situations. Meaning, regardless of what it looks like on the outside, on the inside of this arrangement, everything was agreed upon and given consent. Consent is what separates CNC play from abuse and assault. Factually, consent is what separates anything within BDSM and kink and kinky wellness and sex from abuse and assault. And consent is something that is ongoing. Now, maybe at this point, maybe you have heard or maybe someone's asking why someone would want to role play non-consensual things out. Why would someone think playing within non-consensual things consensually be fun or even worth doing? Well, my answer to that is because CNC is a powerful play type, which allows people to experiment many different powerful emotions. Now, in real life, non-consensual activities can come to us in ranges. So we often tend to think of the big range, the one that leaves us with a life-changing impression. But the non-consensual activities that tend to go under the radar are the ones that fall under the category of micro non-consensual things. So this can come out in the form of feeling irritated or annoyed, like if your coworker or your boss keeps crossing your boundaries, but, you know, maybe your job is at a lower hierarchy. So, you know, there's annoyances like that. And that happens all the time to us. So these micro non-consensual things do need to be dealt with. And a way of dealing with them is taking those micro consensual things and flipping the script and either having it done to you consensually or you getting that energy out onto someone else. But that doesn't mean that it has to be so extreme. But CNC also gets a bad name out there, right? There's a lot of heavy and extreme sides to CNC that are popular on porn sites. And these things tend to give it a bad name because they often have a violent imagery that involve heavy forms of impact. And yes, although this is a side, Like this is a side to CNC and it might make you uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean that you need to go that extreme. Again, there's the softer side of it, right? These are like the sneaky tricksters, you know, or the heartthrob kidnappers. These are all things that you would use your imagination for. And anyone who loves the show, you could easily, in my opinion, act out CNC. 
right? So like for those of you who haven't heard of the show, it's a show that focuses on this, you know, heartthrob serial killer that people love. But really, it just goes to show that the feeling of being captured can feel sexy and seductive and that yes, just because it's taboo and people don't want to talk about it doesn't make it any less hot. But since CNC play includes all the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual elements that can happen to us, it goes without saying that CNC play is an incredibly broad play type. At this point, we should understand that consensual, non-consensual play is not for everyone. Again, not everything within BDSM and kink or kinky wellness is going to be something that you like, right? So CNC could just be one of those play types for you, but nevertheless, CNC is still a play type that needs respect and understanding. And it is an incredibly complex play type because when it comes to CNC, I find that the CNC play is often associated with thoughts that are hovering around physical non-consensual activities, which is why I want to take a moment to remind you that non-consensual activities do happen in many forms. Things can happen to you physically, mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually. And this is at any age from childhood to now. So we all at some point in some degree have experienced a non-consensual thing that has made us feel either bad, like we don't want to make ourselves feel bad, right? And again, this comes out in either heavy degrees, irritation, annoyance, but regardless of the severity, the feeling still leaves an impact on us, which is why CNC play can also come through the vessel of emotional and mental plays where no physical touch is used. CNC also helps us offset the feeling of not being in control. Because regardless in life, we are going to run into moments where our life isn't in our 100% control all the time. Things happen, surprises come out of nowhere, we get sideswiped, we're knocked off our feet, the people we thought that would be there for us isn't there, or you know what you expected to happen didn't happen. And all of these things can really take a toll on your mental and emotional health. So The beauty of CNC is that it can give us back that control in those scary, humiliating, or angry moments. For example, say you take a non-consensual memory, right? I have the non-consensual memory. I'm going to act it out. And now I can create a consensual act with someone I chose, right? So regardless if this moment is physical or mental, emotional, spiritual, regardless of what one, I'm going to create a situation where at first I felt where it wasn't consensual, and now I'm going to switch the script. And when we get that feeling of control and when we're reminded that we are in control of ourselves and we can rewrite to our brain saying, no, I don't want to remember this as a negative. I'm going to, you know, kinkify it, I guess you could say. That's powerful. So when you give yourself a space where you can create ethical and consenting scenarios to feel those feelings of control and power, regardless of what it looks like to anybody else, it's still healthy for you to feel those feelings. In regards to how CNC helps us feel powerful, there's two main ways that it can help you. One, you can be the person who creates a scene to rewrite or release whatever feeling or memory you want to. Or you can choose to be in the position where you're the one doing the consensual, non-consensual activity. 
Now, the first position is a good position to be in if you're looking to rewrite a story or a moment because you get to dictate what happens and how it will end, which will give you the feeling of control. And when we have control, this helps us process, you know, embedded feelings, helps us process kind of the situation of what's happening, right? And a secret to life is that we need to have more positive feelings than negative. So if you need to read, write something that's happened to you, do it. If you need to process something in a kinky way to truly feel it, do it. What will end up happening is instead of remembering something that was not consensual, you have helped your brain to remember it in a consensual way. And that gives you the control, which is incredibly healing. And the second position isn't a role that you should take lightly. When you are in the position of doing the consensual, non-consensual activity, you need to be in tune with your partner. You have a different type of responsibility while in this role that requires a deep level of trust, security, and care, but ultimately still provides a feeling of power and control for you. Now, both of these positions are equally important, and ultimately you give yourself a cathartic experience, regardless of which side you fall on. You are able to explore intense emotions in a safe environment. But I also want to take a note here that when it does come to aftercare and CNC, all partners need to be looked after appropriately. Often I find that the conversation regarding aftercare when it comes to these type of roles seems to really emphasize on the person who's on the receiving end of CNC. However, we can't overlook how delivering consensual non-consensual activities can bring up self-questioning thoughts. Because even if that partner knows that what they did was consensual, it can feel weird at first, right? When you're, when you're first exploring this, you know, we have a very strict kind of guideline of what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. But again, this is a reminder that two consenting adults can do whatever they want if there's consent there. And of course, if you don't like CNC, don't continue it. No one is pressuring you to do things that you don't want to do. That's the joy of it. You have to consentingly and willingly participate in this ethically. So during aftercare for CNC, you especially want to focus on reminding each other that you gave what you were asked of or you wanted what you asked for and give each other thanks and reassurance, right? But CNC is hard to talk about. It's one of those play types that doesn't really get brought up very often. And the general narrative is that I do believe that people find it very hard to admit that they like CNC, which I get. You know, there's a lot of mean things that are said about this play type. So, you know, it's easy for some people to make fun of CNC or spread misinformation or try to tear it down. This is something that we just have to live with. But in the same breath, like don't ever let the judgments of others keep you from trying something that you want to do. If it feels right to you and you aren't hurting anyone, then it's okay. We know that kinky wellness is unconventional. It is an unconventional healing method, but it is holistic nonetheless. And of course, the kinky wellness community is always here if you have questions or concerns about CNC. But really, CNC is more popular than the than you think. It's, it may still be hush-hush, but nevertheless, people are still partaking in it. And there's many reasons that people are partaking in CNC, but personally, much as it's healed me in some ways, like another one of the things I love about CNC play is that just by playing it and 
its sense is that I'm breaking some sort of rules, <laughs> some imaginary rules where adults aren't allowed to act like this. And it's like the most ultimate form of taboo for me. So, you know, I think it's fun. It's like a joke in a way, but that's just for me. For other people, it might mean other things, but CNC is one of the most vulnerable play types. And it does have an incredible depth for healing. And at the end of the day, CNC is meant to heal. It's not meant to hurt anybody. And it's certainly more than meets the eye. CNC is a safe play type that allows us to act out fantasies that we can't explore anywhere else. Between partners, it can help us deepen our trust and mutual understanding. And it definitely gives a broader meaning to the word intimacy. A big part about CNC is that it plays with like trust and tension in a way that's like a dance of pulling and pushing. So it takes a serious amount of cooperation that way, whether it's physical or mental, emotional, or whatever. So you at least have to have your partnership basics covered if you are going to go into CNC. Like, I don't care if that's through talking or texting, but because CNC is so vulnerable, it isn't something you want to do right away with just anyone without discussing your possible triggers, risks, safe words, and aftercare routines. Like you really should be doing that with every partner, but especially during CNC play because of the high levels of vulnerability. But yeah, and and that's because like all kinks, the more you examine CNC, the more that you're going to see that it has multiple layers that go deeper and deeper with deeper meanings. So if you are curious about CNC and you want to try it, some tips that I have is approach CNC play with caution, Okay. Move slowly and understand that consent must be ongoing and you have to have clear understanding of what each other's limits and boundaries are. And you really do need to communicate your possible triggers because it's going to be sensitive and it can, you know, when triggers get set off, it's very quick. So you all have to prioritize safety. You all have to prioritize trust and respect and open communication if you want this to go as well as it can. But when used with integrity, CNC is a really great and fun, healthy tool that can help us change things in a fun way. And again, the reality is when it comes to CNC, people might not understand, but that's okay. But that's as much as I have on CNC for today. There's any other play types that you want me to explore, please let me know. Even if it's play type that I might not have experience in, I will do my best to get someone on the show to explain it, you know, properly for you. And yes, I hope you got some information on CNC today, but on Monday, we will be joined by Carmen Smith to discuss pelvic floor health. Carmen is going to be at the Kinky Wellness Summit, but Carmen is a pelvic floor physiotherapist, and she's going to be telling us how the pelvic floor is really the foundation of our bodies. And when it functions properly, we will be able to improve the rest of our bodies on a huge scale. As for the events that are coming up, I'm happy to say that the Toronto Stag Shop Beyond the Bedroom and Kinky Wellness Workshop and Seminar is actually sold out. However, if you are in the GTA area this Sunday and you want to check it out, you are welcome to come by and see if no shows arrive. I will be bringing some extra chairs, but there is no guarantee. Information on that can be found on my Instagram at the partition underscore life. So stay connected for that time. 
And tickets to the Kinky Wellness Summit are still going on, but you only have one more week to get the mid-sale tickets. So make sure you secure that because the prices will be rising on February 1st. And also a change has been made with the rise of overseas interest. We have decided that once you purchase the ticket for the Kinky Wellness, you will have lifetime access to it, which is super exciting. And because I want you to have this information, I want you to be able to reference it and get use from it over and over again. And the value is there. And also, it's excitingly, we're going to be adding some bonus videos to the summit. So yeah, things just keep adding to it. So that's going to be exciting. But yeah, I will speak with you guys next week. Have a great weekend and you guys know what to do. Stay kinky.